Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remembering unusual times that can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride, cause everybody needs a climb. So set your worries to the side. Just ask. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jess, it's weird when we don't have you saying, oh, like a spooky episode. Oh, it is a spooky episode. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) If you follow our Halloween content for the last three years, Jess always says spooky like that. And I have it in my head. I'm like a trained dog. Like if you Mm. don't say it like that, then I don't feel like it's an actual spooky thing. Yeah, it's our spooky episode just there a we few go. weeks late yeah. here. It's just like when we have Christmas shit and I keep making the same ho-ho-ho jokes. Well, and uh, rom-com feb. Or- rom- well, rom-com feb is definitely dead. But every single Christmas I'm like, oh, like you're with my favorite ho-ho-hos or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's just tradition at this point. Well, I think I'm going to give it up this Christmas. No. Are you in the Christmas spirit yet? Um, I am. I've definitely like I've dabbled with the Christmas music so far. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't decorated yet, but we've oh. just had a busy weekend, so we haven't had time yet. But um, did you like my Christmas tree? It's it's the same, but I put up my tree on the day after Black Friday. Shout out to my friend Christy for coming over and helping me. Thank you very much. 
how fun yeah she came over and she helped me decorate it and it was great it's pink it's always pink it's not pink pink it's just all the ornaments are pink yeah i um i don't have i don't even know if i have a single pink ornament to be honest i might have one um mine isn't like as cohesive as yours is i don't think because like all of my ornaments are not like matching for the most part if you know mm-hmm. what i mean they're like oh we went to this place and we got this ornament yeah there's two types of people in the world are you a like kitschy ornament person where you collect ornaments from your travels and it's really just a uh a collection of memories and then or you're the type of person that has no soul and just decorates <laughs> trees for the decor and there's zero memories associated with that and like usual jess and i differ in uh our decorating <laughs> yeah and also remind me again so the lights on your tree are you an all white bitch i can't remember yes of course i am yeah i feel course. like colored lights give me the heebie-jeebies I grew up colored light family. I have since become a white light bitch because yeah, it just looks very boring. classy. Yes. Um, and I think it looks better with my ornaments. I will be perfectly transparent. I, as you probably all know, am uh, very Jewish. But this is my Hanukkah bush. And growing up, I just, all I wanted in the world was to just be part of the holiday spirit. And I felt very left out where everybody got to decorate trees and everybody was like holly jolly. And my dad was very anti Christmas tree. And he was kind of like almost like, um, like kind of anti Christmas. Oh my God. Like a Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. Because I think that he was just like, Oh, all the attention just goes on Christmas. It's really annoying. That is very fair. Whenever you go to the stores around this time of year, it's really sad because there's like one little Hanukkah section. The end cap, yeah. And it's like, it's all blue. And then like everything else is Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. Right. So like I understood where he was coming from for sure. That sucks. Um, but also like do what brings you joy you know what yeah I mean? like if well, you're not even if you're not who cares at this point we have evolved you know we have evolved mm-hmm. beyond needing to be christian to celebrate christmas because yes. in my opinion and this is someone who coming from someone who is not religious at all christmas is a is a vibe it's an experience it's a it's a like it's a family thing it's a friends thing it's a community thing like it's just like being cheerful in a time of year where where we live it gets really cold and really dark really early and like you mm. kind of need the cheer in your life yes. and so to have something that is like all month long you get to like listen to fun music look at beautiful decorations like it's not a, in my opinion for me it's not about the religious aspect of that holiday it is more about just like feeling cheerful for a month and buying gifts for people that you love and like just having a good time you know going to parties eating yummy snacks it's all it's all good that's that's what it's all about Mm -hmm. well what's partially about yeah my my dad's uh what brought my dad joy during the holiday seasons when all the dead christmas trees got out to the front of the curb (laughs) he always said that that was his favorite time of the year that's absolutely hilarious (laughs) probably where i get my sense of humor from a bit that's so funny yeah um but yeah we're we're talking christmas we're not even at, even at christmas in dawson's creek we're we're in halloween season so yeah. i looked it up because i was curious like because like like we talked about before like these all aired 
kind of weird and out of order. Okay. The reason, so apparently the reason for this, so this episode is chronologically supposed to be fifth. Um, and it was scheduled for Halloween, but it aired on the ninth. And they're saying that, um, or excuse me, it aired as the ninth episode. And apparently it was because of 9-11. I don't know if that's necessarily true, Jess, because I came into this episode thinking that. However, they state in this episode that Dawson and Jen are away, which makes me feel like it does go but in yeah, the correct order but no because karen is around and karen left but also it's a flashback they're talking about what happened previously so then i really don't know and i it's don't know if it's using it is I very confusing you. all i know is it's it's out of order it's a little wonky um it's fine because I, mean, I think that this simultaneously is happening while jen and dawson are in new hampshire and that's why they're not here i mean i could see that i mean if we want to view it that way then i would say why not sure sure but this episode also like we okay we've talked about these holiday or these halloween episodes um and we've talked about the ones that kevin williamson did and like his impact on them because of scream and i know you did last summer and like he's very much a scary movie guy obviously kevin williamson isn't here at this point it's a season five um, this episode is completely fucking cracked. Like, <laughs> this episode m- has to be down there as one of the worst episodes of the show, Sarah. Like, it's so mm. ridiculous and like in in a way that makes you laugh, not yes. scared. You know? Well, that's what it is. I um I watched this episode after you, and you're like, oh, this episode's like so cracked basically and i was like oh no not a scary thing but i was watching it and it was kind of funny and once again i don't know like i think like i am just on this road of positivity that i've never been on in my life and i was like you know what it might be stupid but it's fun and that's the point like it doesn't move the ball forward in the story it doesn't really matter like it's kind of like a one shot like we don't have to ever watch it again but if we want to just say like is it a television piece of television that's entertaining i would say yes and in and i think i'm probably going to be a little bit higher on it than i expected going into it i think one of my biggest issues with it is partly when it airs right like it airs right after we have the jen and dawson thing and then we're like basically saying okay pause on that we'll get back to it in the meantime watch this fucking episode that is absolutely insane and like supposed to be scary but isn't it's more like laugh out loud bad like it really 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 reminds me and obviously kevin williamson wrote the other one but like the episode what was it season one or season two where there's like supposedly a serial killer and like all the lights get turned off and it's dawson having a huge prank or something yeah yeah i i remember that i think that was season one's halloween episode yeah i think so i totally understand where you're coming from with that because once again if i was a person that was watching this in 2001 and all i really wanted was to um 
find out what's going to happen with Jen and Dawson. Yeah. I do think that I would have been frustrated if I got this episode. So I can totally understand that. I also think that um, I think that like for me, it's probably less impactful because of that. Cause I'm just like, whatever. Uh, but I think back then, yeah, it would have been freaking annoying. It's like, hello, yeah. we just had this monumental situation and now we don't even get an episode. And I remember Temi proposed this um, this like riddle to us, as Temi likes to do. And he asked us, what character in Dawson's Creek do we think is going to be in every single episode of Dawson's Creek? And I mm-hmm. remember saying, well, it has to be Dawson. It's, right. after all, his creek. He owns the entire creek. And that was my guess. And guess what? James Vanderbeek was not in this episode at all. Yeah. And even more so, it's 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 not like we didn't see Jen. We didn't see just Dawson because Jen wasn't yeah. in the episode. And that's pretty shocking. So that begs the question, who is it? And I think that means that it has to be Joey. Joey Potter is the only character that's been in every single episode of Dawson's Creek it feels like it definitely has to be one of the trio right like if you're because it can't yeah. obviously it can't be jack um and jen feels like someone sure she hasn't been in every year I that's feel what i was like, thinking i think I jen's think, been absent before i even think pacey has not been in uh every single episode i'm pretty confident Wasn't the he? answer yeah i think pacey was missing from an episode because i remember us being like what the fuck like pacey yeah. isn't even here like they just yeah. ignored him so it has to be joey joey so it has i guess choice. that's the answer temmy if you want to leave a voicemail and let us know if we are correct now. and we expect a ding 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 if we are correct oh yeah do you have any bells temmy well i mean i meant a verbal ding 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 but also oh. a bell could work <laughs> Tammy, I need you to go to Amazon.com right now and buy some bells. It is the holiday season. You can probably mm-hmm. reuse the bells. Yeah. A little holiday cheer. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. yeah Dawson, Dawson was absent this episode. Um, yeah. I And it's interesting, too, because, like, the, like, per the other Halloween episodes, he, like, loves Halloween. So it's interesting that he's the one who's absent here. Where, where are you at, James Vanderbeek? What did you have going on? Why are you too busy for yeah. this episode of Dawson's Creek? He's not into it, I guess. He's like, um, I got better things to do. Yeah, I'm going to hang but... out with the basketball twins oh, girls. Geez. Yeah, that they come down. Basketball I, twins. I, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, let's get into yeah. the episode. Okay. Um. So four scary stories here. Uh, season five, episode nine. We start out in Grams's like, okay, every time they walk through this house now, I can't even help but notice how fucking massive it is. Yeah, it's pretty big. It's and pretty I'm big. like, this would be so expensive in Boston. Right. Um, because we're assuming it's like the center of Boston. Aren't we? Yes. Yeah, it's pretty um, large. Um, yeah. Um, so... Yeah, so it's we have Jack, Joey, and Pacey coming in, and they're talking about Friday the 13th and like talking about the movie. And uh, Joey, of, co- of course, Joey was just like, Ugh, I'm so tired of this. Like, uh, what are the chances of a chemically imbalanced camp director luring preteens to a bloodbath at the archery range? Um, and they're just they're like commenting on this film the whole time again surprising that dawson is not around for this 
Yeah, it did not. But I think it's because he was traveling. The only thing that I'm really recognizing in this scene is how dark Katie Holmes's eye makeup is. She, in the last couple of episodes, has been wearing really dark eye makeup. And uh-huh. I'm I'm very impressed by it because uh, Joey is not much of a makeup wearer. But now she is taking a liking to brown eyeshadow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, interesting because she very much used to be the character that like they would try to pretend like she wasn't wearing makeup. She definitely was wearing makeup, but it was yes. like, super subtle. And definitely now she's more into the heavy eye makeup. Has to be a uh, Audrey influence, right? Ooh, I could see that. And I also think her hair is looking a lot better than it was early in the season where like there were it was very obvious that her like roots were showing and now her hair color looks a little bit more natural like it has like some reddish hues to it Mm, yes um yeah lovely but then her roots are showing which is a good thing it's kind of like a little bit of a shadow root i think she's looking like very pretty in this Mm -hmm. episode yeah i love how we've automatically just stopped talking about the content of the episode and just been like you know what let's talk about i feel like that's going to be a bit of it like i don't know if we need to do a play-by-play we don't really maybe we should go loosey-goosey let's go crazy let's go loosey-goosey let's go loosey-goosey joey goes to find food for the group and they end up there's like this whole scene of like this basketball going down the stairs basically what happened is that the boys are like joey you're scaredy cat you've always been scaredy cat and joey's like i'm not scared cat no more like i'm a big like big girl like i'm not afraid of nothing and then they played a prank on her and basically had this like it was a dodgeball or a kickball that that bouncy red ball everyone had these in school like literally everyone had these yes um and i don't know why we were throwing that ball at people's heads like it did not hurt like a mother effer you know in dodgeball well we weren't allowed to play dodgeball in my school oh really yeah i think Mm. it got banned because like too many kids got pummeled in the face with balls (laughs) did you play kickball um not like yeah i mean in like at re- at recess when i was like, yeah in, not in gym class school. no i mean barely usually we played kickball on a day where it was like oh we were supposed to go outside and do this activity but it's bad weather so let's do kickball do you think that you would have been good at the kickball i was pretty good at kickball so i always they roll the ball and then you have to and it's underhand it's not like it's overhand so they roll the ball and then you have to kick it it's kind of like baseball right like it's kind of people know how to play kickball i'm just saying maybe people don't know how to play kickball that'd be a little weird if people the issue is is that i always swung in a mess oh and i I do think it's harder to do embarrassed and i always used to like cry in school because I always struck out and I felt so embarrassed. And then, like, I would, like, go off and strike out and, like, cry. And this happened, like, every oh single my time. God. I'm just, like, outing myself. Yeah. Like, I struck out in kickball a lot. And do you think kickball worst- is harder to kick it than it is, like, a baseball to hit it? Mm-mm. To be honest, I hate baseball as well because I don't want balls plummeting at my face. Well, they're generally they're not supposed to be aiming for your face. You know, but... I, I'm not. I was a lot 
a lot more brave when I was a child. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so anyway, so basically the ball goes down and then Joey's yeah. like, oh, you're doing the shining thing. Also, it kind of reminded me of American Horror Story because there was the ball there. And then basically the ball goes outside the door. The boys are missing. And then this door slams behind her. So I think what happened is Pacey slams the door behind her. And then, or I don't know, maybe it's the other way around. And then Jack, like, grabs her shoulder. And then Joey screams a really good scream. It was a good scream. Yes. And this was the whole prank. They Because they were like, oh, you've always been, like, a skittish kitten. Yeah. And so, yeah. So they, like, laugh and joke, like, ha, 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 ha. Um, and Joey's like, oh, now I'm going to get revenge on you. Yeah. Um, It's like. I don't think it's Joey so knows how to get no. revenge. She's not much of a prank person, to be honest. No, she definitely seems like someone who really hates pranks. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so we – she's like, you know what? Fine, I'll tell you a scary story. So we're going to get, like, the um, like the title insinuates four scary stories. Yes. Where Joey's story is she's, like, going to the library with Audrey. Um, Audrey, did you like Audrey's costume? Well, I like the fact that Audrey refuses to wear, like, gross, sticky blood. Yeah, and she's like, I'm Carrie, but I'm not going to be doused in pig's blood. It's pre... It's the So she just looks like a beauty queen, right? Yeah. Or a yeah. homecoming queen. And she was like, Joey was like, okay, so how do you know, how would people know who you are? And then they're going to be like, well, I'm just going to tell them when they ask. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny. She's just like... I, I love this about Audrey. This feels very true to who we know Audrey to be. That she would be like, absolutely not. I'm not wearing the pig's blood. Like, I want to be cute, Carrie, not sticky, Carrie. Exactly. Yeah. And mm -hmm. why would you want to be doused in fake blood anyway? That shit is staining and gross. But I, I do love her approach of just being kind of like a beauty queen. And yeah. if boys want to know who she is, they will just come up and ask. Yeah. That's the move. Um, and uh and so audrey walks like joey to the library and she's just like i'm not gonna be first to the party like i have to be late like she's very much like mm -hmm. i have to be fashionably late you have to be don't show mm -hmm. up to any party the time of you have to show up ideally like an hour after an the party hour starts. Mm -hmm. yeah i'm terrible at being the cool person at a party i will show up exactly when the party starts you're early at the party are you always the first person at a party then um no i mean i guess it depends on what kind of party right like a family party i um oh I'm that's like three hours late i'm not fucking going to that party until i have to <laughs> if it's a family party i'm not the first one there because i i my whole family is a bunch of earliers so like i'm not even the earliest earlier um but like a friend's house yeah i'm i'm always there early sitting in my car waiting for it to be the time to go in because mm -hmm. I'm a monster and I can't help myself. Yeah. Well, I mean, as you know, I sh when it's a it's a a one on one type of thing. That's not a party. That's a hangout. Hangouts. Yeah. I'm always early. Parties. You gotta like you know play the fields a little bit. You gotta play chicken with yourself. You can't show up too early. You can't be a dweeb so. at the party. I am the dweeb. Always the dweeb. Um. So they're in the library and they're just like chatting. Joey's pants are really strange, by the way. Okay. Her whole entire outfit is very strange. It's so 
weird and baggy and i was trying to be like what the fuck is she wearing and then i realized it's so whoever the stunt double is which i'm assuming is a smaller male oh so that they won't be, be given away exactly that's the only thing you're that a makes genius sense that's me. exactly what that is but the, the weirdest thing was like because the sweater was normal to me because it's just like a baggy sweatshirt it's, type of thing but for her oh it's very her, baggy her fashion this season has been very tight fitting so this outfit was so bamboozling yeah, I, but the pants was weird to me because the pants look kind of like those tearaway pants. Yes, it was, like the, it was such pants. a it, it looked, remember how we always used to talk about how she used to wear Dawson's hand-me-downs? Yes, this legitimately looks this like Dawson's This is Dawson's hand-me-downs. And I really do think it's had to be something that a guy could wear to hide the fact that Joey is not doing like crazy high kicks. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Um, and Audrey is just like, listen, you like, cause she, like, she's like sticking around with Joey and she was like, why should I be scared? And Audrey points out this old man eating peanuts in the corner looking <laughs> sketchy. Okay. Peanut guy. This is the headliner of the entire episode. Why the heck is he eating peanuts in a library? Like he's at fucking Texas Roadhouse well, and he's- where he's just like opening up all the peanuts. But it's so much peanut dust everywhere, dropping the peanuts. Yeah, you really shouldn't ever, ever be cracking open peanuts, like the shell peanuts, in a public place unless it's yeah. a restaurant that's offering them to you. Like, literally, it's that's messy. a home snack. That's a very messy snack. Number one, it's disrespectful because you know, even if you try to be as tidy as humanly possible. It's fucking messy. It's going to get everywhere. Number no. two, peanuts are a huge allergen. So the fact that you're eating peanuts in a oh public my God, really place point. is yeah. so disrespectful. What happens if one of these other studiers is highly allergic to peanuts and ha- goes into anaphylactic uh, shock is that the word that's An- the, you got it anaphylactic shock yes uh and just dies because peanut guys eating peanuts he's a cop he should know better he should get yeah. he should arrest himself and also he should know that eating peanuts in a library looks super suspicious and like <laughs> it this, is suspicious this is why audrey him. doesn't trust him like it's just is she even audrey says she's like he's giving me the willies yes. um and she's apparently some girl was attacked in this library um yeah. and it, she's not the only one and i'm like what where is campus security like what is going on why do we have an undercover yeah. cop instead of just actual campus security because part of the point of like uh like i'm sure you know like if you're at a mall or at a store or whatever and they have the security guards that's just so that to prevent people from even trying to shoplift so why wouldn't mm. they have like security posted to prevent this type of thing from happening i don't know it's really just mayhem in this library i think yeah. um also like do we feel like Joey is a loser because she won't even consider going to this Halloween party? She's just insisting. She's a massive loser. She's like, oh, you know what? This book is always like taken and I can't check it out of the library. I have to read it there. And it's always unavailable. And you know, the one time it'll be available, then I get literally every other human being is having a fun time except me. <laughs> what the fuck? Like get up early yeah. or something on a different day, Joey. Like, this seems like the worst like way to do this possible. I know. And to be honest with you, all you really need to do is get the book, 
and then go to the copier machine and then copy yes. the pages. That's what we did in college. Yeah, that's definitely the move. Um, and so Joey ends up staying here like super, super late. Meanwhile, um, she still sees creepy old man and his massive pile of peanut shells. Um, <laughs> it just, just gets bigger. Like, I promise <laughs> you, if you think about how many peanuts you think that somebody would eat and then triple that, that's not even how many close. It's how like close. a full based on the a size of the sack you could it's like the size of a human head yeah i did i did every single time i see peanuts at a grocery store like that i'm always very tempted like oh like do i want peanuts and then i'm like no you freak like you don't want peanuts yeah yeah and so peanuts? this guy when's a good time to eat peanuts at the baseball park that's a good time yeah, or like you said, at like a bar that offers them yeah. or like five guys, they give you yeah. free peanuts. Yeah. So this peanut guy, he comes up and he's like, do you have a pencil or a pen? Yeah, he wants a pen. And then he still stands there again. Yeah. If you are a cop, don't be such a weirdo. Don't yeah. be such. I, I agree. He is not doing a very good job of making other people feel safe. So and the way he says, like, you shouldn't be here after dark. It's not safe. It makes it feel like because I'm a murderer. Exactly. Not because, like, I'm a cop and I know better. And this guy that's watching you over there is actually the potential suspect. And he brings his peanuts to Joey. He, it's not, he has to snack in front of Joey, too. Yeah. It's really weird. Fucking peanut guy he just stares at her blankly yeah. uh yeah and like he's leaving such a mess all over the library for floor while he's eating these peanuts in front of joey like you said very fucking strange behavior and joey's like very freaked out rightfully so so she goes to the super super cute library worker yeah. did you did you suspect okay kind of first of all we need to comment on his sweater because his sweater reminds me did you ever see knives out no i actually haven't but i want to you should second well, well okay secondly before we get to why you should you at least know because there was an infamous sweater that chris no. evans wore in the film no i know nothing about knives out so, at all actually chris evans wore this like corded ribbed sweater in the film and everyone was obsessed with it because it was Why? like it looked it looked so comfortable it looked so good on him and people were like i need that sweater it looks so cozy this reminds me of like an american eagle version of it mm. like a very much cheaper version but it kind of gave me the same vibes and he's like a very cute like bleach blonde library worker that obviously were like oh my god him and joey should hook up yeah but did yeah. you suspect him at all no, I mean, I was very distracted about the peanuts. <laughs> That's fair. That's a fair assessment. The peanuts are distracting. Yeah. yeah, I really, I really don't think that was on to him. It totally makes sense when we go down the road of the story. But yeah, she goes up to him. She needs a reference book. He's going to get it for her. Yeah, and, and she's like, this old guy's creeping me out. Yeah. Like, can he keeps staring at mm -hmm. me? And he's like, oh, he's here every night. He's harmless. But that guy knows that the peanut guy is a cop. So then why is he like, if he was the murderer, wouldn't he be like, yeah, he is fucking creepy. Like, you I know. I didn't and get sit it either. next to me and then I'll grab you and then bring you to the back. Like, you would think like that's what he should do. But whatever. He's not a good murderer. 
No, he's a ter- he's actually a terrible murderer. Yeah. Um yeah, it's uh it's yeah. a little weird. So then we we it's the it's it is creepy these scenes cuz the library is completely empty. It's very quiet. Joey's walking around um and she she keeps like getting like accosted by this dude. <laughs> Psst. Psst, come here. <laughs> come here. You want to do can I give you a snack? Yeah, it's like he's just standing there again, just staring at her and then going, Psst, come here. Yeah. And, and then Joey she just runs has away. these like Bambi Bambi deer eyes. Yeah. It looks and- very tan this episode as well. Yeah, and so she ru- she straight up runs. She sprints again. She's a runner. It's this Joey. She loves to run. to run. Loves to run. Yeah. Um, and uh, she runs into the library guy, and she's like, "Oh my god, that guy's following me. He's creeping me out." And the library guy's, "Oh, I can call like campus security." She's like, "No, I'm fine. I'm fine." Um, and uh, and so yeah, he offers to like walk her down to where this book is. And she says no. Yeah. Um, it's in special, what is it called? Like special editions. Special edition. And it's only open for 10 more minutes. I this am is ridiculous. fascinated by the layout of this library. Because you have like a regular library. And then you go downstairs and it's like the catacombs down there. It is. There's like these paintings of all these old white men. Like it's really <laughs> yeah, weird. Big heavy doors with like special writing. It's fascinating down there yeah yeah and and each of the doors have like special special words on them like i see worthington collection obviously special editions and they're behind once again big heavy wooden doors it's it's very fascinating it also kind of looks like a creepy mansion down there Mm -hmm. um yeah so she goes to the door it's locked that that's my biggest issue just because you have 10 minutes left of your shift you gotta be there for the full 10 you can't just du- you can't duck out you can't du- you not gotta come- have people in the library no people are relying out. on you it's 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 you know special studying time yeah and so joey is still again running running all yeah. over the library she bumps into peanut man and she ah and so then she runs in the opposite direction and then bumps into library worker guy ah again um and you think about the move of hiding in the maintenance closet i feel like this is a a classic trope you always have to hide in the maintenance closet just don't do it it's not safe in there yeah um yeah it's it's a terrible idea i feel like it's you're cornering yourself for easy access you know Right, um, so she runs into the library man, and she is like, "I'm so happy to see you." That creepy guy is down there. Yeah, and, and he then says, the- "Sorry, go ahead." Well, he says, "Yeah, I followed you when I saw he followed you." And yes. Oh, oh, this is the this is like the best part coming up. So then, um, creepy li- uh, library dude punches peanut guy. Oh no, Peanut Guy punches yeah. library <laughs> dude. Phone book. You forgot to mention that he freaking pops out of nowhere, has a phone book in his hands, and full on whacks him in the head. <laughs> and then and then is like uh, it's, it's it's crazy. So then they run away together. Right, because then right, so then cute guy gets back up, punches creepy guy, and it's just like, come on. And so Joey runs with him 
and they go to the door where like instead of unlocking it and leaving he locks it oh yeah and then he walks like menacingly towards joey and um yeah he starts getting feisty he's like so you like to pick a fight you know i like that in a girl yeah and we find out that the guy was a cop um that that guy uh, and she's like, oh, so you're the guy who attacked that girl last semester. And I'm like, why was he never a suspect? He literally works at the library. <laughs> you would think her. that he would be the first person that you kind of bring to the to That's the, what I'm saying. How is he not questioned yeah. immediately? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he's like, shh, don't tell anybody. It's like, well, actually, the cop is already on to you because he's been watching you. Truly, this is so stupid. Um, and so, (laughs) and so he like, uh, he's like, don't tell anyone. And she hauls off. She kicks him in the nuts. Oh, this sent me. This sent me. When she kicked him in the head, I paused the show and I never do this. I paused the show and I cackled loudly and laughed and laughed and laughed i thought that was the funniest shit i've ever did see because it's joey potter it's joey potter freaking doing a roundhouse kick to his face yeah this was so funny like just (laughs) yeah it's 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 so obscene and ridiculous she has like a so she she kicks him right in the face and he falls backwards and yes. she has like a she like has thrown been throwing books at him. She throws a card ca- card catalog at him, which he catches. Which if you okay, if you're young and you don't remember what a card catalog is, this is before we had computers. You had like there were sections and it was alphabetized and there were little cards and that would tell you like where the book was and yeah. what it was named and all that. Yeah, Dewey Decimal System, baby. Yeah, and so he's holding the card catalog when she kicks him in the face, and then the cards go. <laughs> everywhere everywhere and then he's laying on his back like arms behind his head on the ground cards everywhere and then the cop comes up and he's like you pretty much crouching tigered his ass yeah and joey's like oh yeah that kickboxing class paid off and i'm like what kickboxing class what are you talking about and i the line delivery of this like she looks has never looked more sultry like in this moment I don't know. There's something about it. She looks gorge. And that's her story. And I want to know, is Joey Potter, how much of this is fabricated? I think, um, I at least think it's exaggerated, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, 0% chance she kicks him straight in the face like that. That part very much felt like, oh, yeah, like, and <laughs> like and then like i kicked him in the face and he fell back yeah yeah that I felt a little the, exaggerated the peanuts seems like a real detail well you can't make up the peanuts it's That's kind of I'm like saying. stranger than fiction type of thing yeah um i don't think any of this happened i think that she just made up a story right like she had to oh you know what that makes sense that she because she you know what it, you know what it was okay i know what it is what's that she hates being made fun of for being like so scared all the time and like not having any good scary stories so this is the tea she mm. did go to the library on halloween to read this book but okay. literally nothing happened besides yeah. there was an annoying guy in the corner eating peanuts and yes. so she like takes that tiny detail and morphs it into this entire story yeah. to be like yeah this is what happened and like she makes the guy cute on purpose 
Mm -hmm. I will say that empty libraries are creepy. Like you, especially, I remember in college specifically doing all nighters at the library and it was creepy. Like mm-hmm. I can, I can totally understand like how she got this story. Yeah. Um, Cause it is, it's very scary and college libraries are often really large and there's a lot of corridors where, you know, very quiet so i can understand where the story came from um overall like i guess my question is is this scary is the story scary and number two i want to rank these stories and say like who really did tell the best scary story Mm -hmm. okay was this scary to you um uh no no like a little but not not really yeah it was mostly silly rapey peanut guys are objectively scary right yeah Yeah. right right? like i think that the fact that like uh you know uh sexual harassment on campus is a very real i think it could be a very realistic story yes um this was the only story that made me actively cackle loudly (laughs) so yeah remove some stories i would say like it was a little scary because i feel like it could be real it could happen here's the thing on the believability in my opinion there's a difference between the believability scale and the scary scale this has believability which i guess inherently makes it a little scary because it's realistic that it could happen wait isn't that kind of what graham says later she's like the scariest thing is when you're at a location that feels safe because that's when like you, you, whatever i don't know what graham said it was very eloquent and i'm not eloquent like graham well we'll get to it I'm we'll get sure. to it yeah so when there's like a factor of truth in it that's when the stories are the scariest this is fair i could see that yeah that's true that's true ready for a career in behavioral health earn your online degree at herzing university choose from health and human services psychology or social work programs gain the skills to work coordinate and manage nonprofits. secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online masters of social work let us help you become a social change agent your future starts now at herzing university text health to 85109 that's health to 85109 or visit herzing.edu so, yeah, so that's where we are with Joey. Let's get into Jack's story. Yeah. Because also, one more thing. Three, his next. They put so many candles. This house is going to burn on fire. It's so, so many candles. Yeah. Okay. And Jack's like, you know what? The fraternity house is so much scary. <laughs> <laughs> There's many horrors there. Yeah. And I love Joey saying, I assume you're talking about keg stands and roofies. Like, which, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. All right, so let's get into Jack's story. Jack um, has the fucking flu and is sick as a dog. And he Mm. has to do this, like, he's getting, they're getting hazed, essentially. They have to clean out the basement. Like, I've always Yeah, they're going through a bunch of shit. I've always heard of this at fraternity houses and whatever, that you always have to, like, clean the basement. It's such a trope. I have no idea if any frat guys have ever cleaned a basement, but apparently it is. Because all the other guys are like in tuxes and they're going out, but then the pledges have to go once again clean the basement. So Jack is downstairs with two frat brothers that we've never met before. No clue mm-hmm. who these guys are. One of them 
is like seems like a very nice normal guy and the other one is like kind of a fucking rat that is like forcing his like creepy whiskey flask on people yeah he's like he's like here it'll kill the virus jack it's like uh, do you want to share um your flask with somebody who's got the freaking flu yeah even pre-covid this is a really dumb idea to no. be like put your mouth on this flask while you have the flu yes. and and he's like, here, take this. After after Jack has said, no, I'm on, like, cough medicine, which, mm -hmm. like, you definitely don't want to mix those two things. And the guy's no. like, don't be a wuss. We're at the peak of our sexual primes. Sure. That has nothing to do with drinking <laughs> in, in the morning. I mean, you're hanging out with your frat bros. Like, what are you talking about? And yeah. I love how the other guy, the normal guy, is just like, yeah, this is literally peer pressure. Yeah. And then he gives in to it. <laughs> He's like, you know what? This peer pressure is working for me. I'll do yeah. it. Yeah. So he, uh, they drink, they drink some whiskey. At least he pours it into a shot glass so they're not sharing. Okay. Them. At least. Yeah, I know. But also like it has his germs in it. Also, I have a theory that this entire thing is in Jack's mind, considering he's on really heavy cough medicine and just drink alcohol. I assumed that as well, but yeah. also I kind of love a ghost story. So. It's also stupid. They're looking at this like portrait from the class of 68. And so it's yes. like black and white of all these old, like all these old fraternity brothers. Yeah. And the normal guy is like, hey, like, that's my dad. He's mm -hmm. a legacy. Do you know what a legacy is? I do. I do. It's when okay. you jo join the same fraternity or sorority as your parents pledged right or you can also be a legacy if like your aunt is there or if your sibling is there so or, or wow. aunt or uncle or whatever so yeah like he's a Listen, legacy. i watched sex lives of college girls i know all about this stuff phenomenal mm -hmm. so yeah he's like oh my gosh my dad was such a freaking dork he looks like a hippie i'm like yeah bro because it's 1968 you wish that you were there in 1968 yeah, there were definitely way less rules in 1968. Um, and so they're like, oh, wasn't that the same? This is so funny to me that there would be a character who's like, wasn't that the same year that some guy like killed himself? And I'm just like, how would you even remember that 1968? Well, I'm sure, I'm sure there's like, oh, so many, you know, stories within the house. Mm -hmm. I think, I think it's like, also there's a level of like history that you have to memorize oh, so maybe it is something that they have to they have to know yeah um allegedly he yeah he was like, a total psycho his roommate boffed his girlfriend which i assume means fucked boffed. yeah boffed. his roommate fucked his girlfriend and he got so mad about it that he killed himself is that what it was yeah, no, he and, shot them. I don't know. Well, no, it's so there, we're hearing two different stories. One was saying he like cut his wrists. The other was saying that he hung himself. And so, like, I don't really know which one is true. Um, but uh, but Jack's not feeling so good. And the freaking jerky guy is like, "This is a vomit-free zone, all right." It's like, bro, you're the one who just gave him fucking alcohol when he has the flu after he took cough medicine. Yeah, Jack um, is looking very nauseous in this. And so this then, bathroom, okay. Oh, it is so gross and creepy. This is, a, this is a prison bathroom. There's literally, it's a small cell with a toilet that doesn't even have a lid. 
and it's just the toilet and the sink and this like shady ass bar bathroom and the light bulb there's not even a light fixture it's just mm-hmm. a hanging light bulb. light bulb um yeah this is what happens when you use all of your budget on the upper floors in the basement it's just a crack den it's truly truly horrifying it looks like it reminds me of like a creepy bar bathroom or like if you're stuck if you're being yeah. held captive in a basement this is what yeah. the bathroom would look like it's terrible it's awful so he doesn't he doesn't barf but he like you know what's his face and then he comes out the guys are gone nowhere yes. to be found oh wait i forgot and then there's like this creepy shadow figure that like runs behind him yeah because of course there's because it's a scary episode yeah and so he's like looking for the guys and i'm very curious to know did you realize at this moment that like the decor was off that like it no. looked very different it looked different i didn't i know i didn't no i don't think i caught on well there's like there's like 60s music playing that's that it was a tell for me um i i mean there's there so i i i don't know like so he drops the portrait or the wind drops the portrait it cracks right. and he's looking at it and he puts on the rocking chair and yeah the radio turns music from like 90s music to more like 60s like doo-wop type of whatever music i don't know yeah and he hears something like coming from the closet and he opens yeah. it up and there's um a kid there's a kid in there and like, he has like tied tape. up yeah and he has tape on his mouth and everything um it's <laughs> just like how, how did you get in here and he's like oh there was guys like hazing me um i think i passed out and Jack is just like, what the fuck? <laughs> He's like, who did this? And the guy's like, I don't want to say I'm a new pledge. He's like, but I'm a new pledge too. And I don't, I've never seen you before. And the other guy was like, I've never seen you either. And it was kind of funny because I was just like, I still did not catch on. I was like, and this conversation between the two of them where the kid was like, yeah like you know they hate me like all the guys are like so mean to me and then jack was like that's wild man because everyone's nice to me it's like okay jack just because everybody's nice to you doesn't mean that like everybody is like treated well um you're just like the cool guy also wait the mullet is back can you believe it Wait, the mullet. Hold on. Let me see a picture of. I'm waiting to see Jack. Yeah, it is a little. Lo- oh, well, the mullet is back because they filmed this before yes. he cut it off. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. That's, yeah. He has his, like, um, his, like, uh, uh, the, the Shirley Brady or whatever, the mom Brady. What's the mom? Carol Brady. Carol, the Carol Brady flip. It really is a Carol Brady. Yeah. Yes. It's hideous and I hate it. Um, yeah. I don't want so to basically look at it they episode, have this conversation but... where the kid is like, yeah, they're hazing me. Everybody's so mean to me. And Jack is like, no way. <laughs> like everybody's yeah. so nice and, here. And he's like, well, why if they hate you, why would they pledge you? And because he's a legacy. His oh, dad yeah. was a founding member of the fraternity, which Correct. this is where Jack should have been sus because if he was a founding member of the fraternity, that was the line that I actually caught on to. Yeah, because it's like, damn, that's a long ass time ago. Well, yeah. And also I was just like, at first I was like, wait, how does that math math? Because I was like, is this like a new fraternity? Yeah. But like that didn't make sense. So yeah, that's kind of something that I, I picked up on. And this guy is like really hurt. And Jack 
keeps wanting to get him water or get him help. And the guy is very much like, don't get help. Like, I don't need anything. And basically, he tells the story that why everybody hates him is because he came out to his roommate as being gay and everybody just started like hating on him Mm -hmm. and jack is like that's impossible like i got i got recruited because i'm gay and like everyone's super nice to me oh and this is the other line that i really like he says um plus we're like what's the big deal we're living in the 21st century and the kid is like well maybe you are yeah that was so funny (laughs) it's like so (laughs) subtle but like very obvious as well yeah and basically the kid is like i like no way like you're gay too and the jack is like yeah um yeah i wish wish there's more guys like you here so stupid so jack is like okay i'll be right back and so he's about to call make a call on the cell phone and he notices that photo is now like all back Perfect. together. So, yeah, like, it did not break. It. He said that's weird. And then he looks at it. And then what happens, Jess? Tad is in the photo. Also, his name is Tad. Fuck you. That's a terrible name. <laughs> it's an awful name. <laughs> yeah, Tad, Tad has been through enough. And now you're gonna roast him for his name that he Sorry. didn't even give himself. I mean, like I would beat him up just because of his name. It's such Aww. a bad name. Tad that bad i have family members named tad i think tad that's a terrible name um you're so close to todd just go for the normal todd you know don't be a tad okay what's worse tad or tag tad or tag i think tag is worse i think tad is worse really do we need to have a poll about this tad or tag and see what people say (laughs) god i mean they're both really shitty names to be honest with you. I would rather be called Tad than Tag. But I think we need to put up a poll in the middle of the podcast okay, so people have no Okay, do we no say reference. what's a better name or what's a cooler name? Um, uh, Cooler, I think. What's a cooler name for... Oh, no, maybe not cooler. Well, yeah, what's a better name? Because cooler is different. I know. That was actually a trick on you because I think <gasps> Tag is a cuter name than... Uh, tag a cooler. is cooler. It's a cooler name than. Yeah, no. What's the better name, Tad or Tag? What's a better name? This is what for we're doing in this episode. Human this episode is so stupid. Man, I just want to be like human. You, I'm sorry, man. you asked for a human because, like, we're like dog like dogs. Names. These are yeah. dog names. Tag That's is a much better name. dog name. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what's the? It's Tad or Tag? Yeah, literally the T A D or T A G. Do I put the the neither in there no you don't want to give people the option don't give them an out okay all right i force them to make a decision this is so bad these are both terrible names yeah um yeah so he goes jack is like no way when he sees tad in the picture and then he runs back he pulls a joey goes to see if tad is there tad is nowhere to be found so then he goes back to the creepy basement and then the music switches from the the 60s music back to the 90s music and then he's like whoa what happened um and that's that's jack's story yeah and um and pacey's just like listen that was a great urban legend Mm -hmm. um sure it's Um, i mean it was a great story now was it scary um I know it was scary and like hate crimes are scary 
Um, this is just like a political. It's a like, very political state. episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like you know what? What are we concerned about in college settings? Uh, hate crimes, yes, and sexual harassment, correct. Um, yeah. But I thought it was a little scary. I liked this one a lot, actually. I it got it me in with the. Very- like we've seen this a million times on TV. I liked it. I thought it was no, I wouldn't say it was fun. I thought <laughs> <laughs> crimes are so fun. I thought that it was uh uh an endearing story. I had the fraternity setting, which you know gets me every time. I like ghost stories. I think ghost stories are more interesting than like murder stories you know because like ghosts always have like shit going on they have baggage i, I mean like you ghosts know serial killers have, have baggage, baggage too but like you know i rather I have guess, ghost baggage i guess for me it was a little too overdone for me to really? enjoy it i like, disagree so how but, would you how oh finish your sentence oh i was just gonna say yeah like if we're if we're putting them if we're rating them i think like joe i mean for me as a woman, Joey's story is scarier. <laughs> oh, but okay, hold on. Once again, scarier? Are we ranking scary or better? Oh, like, interesting. What do okay. we what did we enjoy more? Maybe we need to do both. Okay. I think Joey's story is scarier. Mm-hmm. Um, but the more maybe the more interesting story, I guess, is Jack's. Although I thought Pink Peanut Guy really kills it for me. <laughs> like he he absolutely okay. slays the competition. I, I mean, I prefer Jack's story. Um, I'll let you have it. Okay, so we're gonna have the scarier one be Joey's, but the better one be Jack's so far. Sure, yeah. Like I think that I would rather watch and listen to Jack's story. Okay, it's a ghost. It is a ghost. Um, and then and we the get to- time the time shift. That's very interesting. It is. It is. Yeah. Okay. Um. So then we get back to the trio, and we have a uh, Pacey who was just like, "Listen, that was great and all, but you know what? I have to tell you about my story." And one of my favorite entire lines of the episode is when yeah. he's just like, "You know what? It it was the last time. Was this one night with Karen?" And Joey goes, "Who's Karen?" And Pacey says, "Do you really want to have that conversation?" <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was good too, and I think like it kind of yeah. makes sense because like Karen is gone and yeah. she would be like wait a minute like i didn't know like this karen he's like oh you don't want to yeah, hear who the about hell's it karen? yeah um, I, I like that too so funny and he says that urban legends are the scariest story which i guess like i could see that being true just because it's like oh it gets passed down over and over and over again and it gets like it gets bigger and bigger every time like mm-hmm. i could see his point yeah um but yeah. this this one i will say this one i think is very scary where we have Are like you kidding me this is okay let's go forward <laughs> so him and karen are driving um danny's car and um and he's giving her a ride home and uh they're they're driving whatever this is like a bmw or something yes yeah danny owns a bmw and his wife well actually this is his wife's car danny apparently owns a porsche fancy which is in the shop um so this whole thing is ridiculous so um they're driving and they pass another vehicle and um the the lights the lights on the car were off yes and so pacey does the like flashing his lights yes now where i come from the sign of flashing your lights means watch out there's a cop positioned 
I've so, never heard that before. Oh my gosh, what? So you've if, never heard that, like, if there's wait, okay, okay so, no, but like, if your lights are off or if your lights are, what is it? Your lights are on. No, so, so like, what I'm saying is, let's here? pretend it doesn't matter whether or not the car your comes lights, in your so direction. Just ma- so if like, okay, so like, if you just flash your lights, and then that that's like, oh, there's a cop. Exactly. So if I'm driving and I pass a cop who's like hidden, waiting to get somebody, and I continue going. I flash my lights at everyone I pass to be like, hey, don't speed. There's a cop. How many people do you have to do that? I, so I usually just count. So it's it's more about it's not necessarily the number of people. It's the distance. So the further you get away, the less likely you are to keep flashing. I just do it for like you the first little do this. Of course I do this. It's cur- common courtesy. I've never heard about. I've never heard this before. You've in my never life. ever heard this. No, no. I need a second poll. This is a. This is some, some upstate behavior. If I'd ever no, did hear we it. Need a, we need a second poll. I've never heard this before. Now this urban legend is the most urban legendy urban legend that ever urban legend. It's if, horrifying. Well, have you never heard about this? I've heard about this forever. I've never heard about really? this. Really? This is the biggest urban legend that ever did happen well, so i love I mean, how we have opposite experiences here yeah, this is crazy no, i've never heard of this you before. never okay well okay so like i the only time that i flash my lights at somebody is like if i'm let if i'm like if we're both trying to you know pull in somewhere at the same time oh, and you're and like, like you go ahead you go ahead that's the only time i flash my lights but you never, ever, ever flash your lights at somebody who has their lights off. And the reason is I've always heard um, that it can be a gang-related thing, which is what Karen said. Yeah. Or that, like, you do it and then you're targeted by a murderer. See, and that's, I, like, the urban legend. Like, you don't do that. Or also I've heard that you flash your lights at somebody if the person – that whose lights are off has something to do with like somebody that's hiding in the back seat like you flash your lights at somebody if somebody if the person sees that there's like a murderer in your back seat that's horrifying i know i've never heard of any of this well this is like widely this is the biggest urban legend and that's why i wasn't impressed by pacey's story because i was like pacey you are taking the most common urban legend that's ever existed and retelling the story i'm like i've heard this a billion times i've seen this in media a billion times most most recently american horror stories which is once again different from american horror story which is so dumb did an episode about this urban legend i've literally never ever heard really and i wonder too like you said oh is that an upstate thing I wonder if like it wasn't common up here because like you live closer to New York City, like or I'm just like, saying, like Newark because of gangs or, or New. Ex- that's what I'm saying. Gang activity in upstate New York, like yeah, there's just know. not a lot of it. And so I wonder if that's why I've never heard this before. But that's yeah. absolutely fascinating that you were like, oh, everyone knows this, and I'm sitting here like I've never ever heard this wow. thing. I think yeah, they made so- this up for the episode. Well, okay, so, like, let's just go through it. Like, Karen and Pacey are driving. They see this car with their lights off. Pacey does the courtesy thing of being like, hey, your lights are off, just so Which you I know. feel like, to me, makes no sense to flash someone with their lights are off because it's like, when they know their lights are off, they can't see anything. Uh, like, I the only time I've heard of flashing, so besides the cop thing that I mentioned, the only other time I have flashed my lights 
is if I'm driving at night and someone has their high beams on and they're facing me, I will turn my high beams on to be like, Hey motherfucker, you're blinding me. Um, you know, but that's the only other time I've I've done it. Well, so, but Karen knows this and is like, don't do that because now you're getting targeted. You're going to get targeted. Yeah, and... they're going to run you off the road because yeah. it's a gang initiation. Or something. Yeah, like that's what – and once again, that's why I've always heard. So Pacey's like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. And then long story short, this becomes a high-action car chase. This is crazy. So this car follows them and starts mm-hmm. like ramming. Okay. Th- and this is why this was scary to me. I have like um weird fears concerning cars. Like a lot of the mm-hmm. time, like I'm very afraid I'm going to die in a car accident. Oh, yeah. Like I, I, j- I just have like fears surrounding cars a lot. I get very paranoid that like cops are going to follow me. Um, I don't get paranoid about like this situation, like a random person following me and smashing the car. Will. But now, yeah, now I will. And so this car, like, smashes into them. And so they, like, Karen, this is absolutely insane to me. But, like, Karen eventually takes the wheel. I'm like, this is so dangerous. And, like, pulls it to the side so that they go off to this, like, truck stop. But I'm like, Karen, you could have said to Pacey, like, turn here. It's so much more dangerous for her to grab the wheel. Yeah. I mean, idiotic. So they go to this little diner. And Pacey goes and looks at the back and the paint, it's, there's no dent, but it looks like the paint got scraped off and he's like really worried about it. And then they are going to, they They don't have cell service. So they need to make a call on a payphone, but it's out of order. Danny. I think they're just trying to call somebody. Yeah. They're trying to call somebody. So they go inside and everybody is staring at them. This is insane. This makes no sense to me that everyone is going to look at them. White people. And at first I was like, are they staring at them because like they look like an interracial couple? And then there's like this like one black guy that kind of looks like the guy from the office, Stan. And (laughs) I Yes, I had to look it up. I'm like, wait a minute. Is, like is a that cameo? Stanley? I, yeah, they but, all, it's just, no, it creeps me too. out the way all these, first of all, it's really yeah. late at night and this diner is fucking full. It is bopping. Yeah, oh, yeah that guy like, does look like Stanley. Yeah, it's very like <laughs> children of the corn. Like everybody's like creepy. Everyone's like staring at them. They try to make yeah. a collect call um, and then it doesn't work. And then there's like all of these like symbols or like, hints all over the place like there's a diner sign and all the letters go out and it just says die there's a like a straight up devil clock that has a beard that looked like the new jersey devil have you ever heard of the new jersey devil what is the new jersey devil okay so this is like a new jersey urban legend i think like new jersey's very into urban legends to be honest with you um so like i think that like so um you know like the hockey team the jersey devils um yes so it's based off of the urban legend of the new jersey devil um long story short like some like woman gave birth to a devil and something something like and there's this a devil in new jersey that is just like terrorizing people and you can't go into a forest because you're going to a certain forest i don't remember which one because you're going to find the devil the jersey devil okay you've never heard of this before never heard of this no yeah there's so many new jersey urban legends there's actually a book called weird new jersey where it like <laughs> talks about all the new jersey urban legends i yeah. mean, i forget that like new jersey is so into urban legends we have new jersey so loves many. an urban legend apparently mm-hmm. yeah there's like 
And like this weird New Jersey book like outlines all these places where in New Jersey there's urban legends and you can go to it. And there's always something like there's this um oh there's like this scary road that we always used to drive on, but it's like so frightening because like all these people like got murdered or died there. And you go at night and then like people like say that they've seen like ghosts and there's this other story that if you put your car on neutral on this certain hill, then instead of going back or staying put, it moves you forward up the hill because of um, like dead Native Americans. I want to know if people do this often. Oh, no, we used to do it all the time. And did Um, you go backwards in neutral? No, we went forwards because of the of the ghost Native Americans. <laughs> <laughs> I, I forgot that. Like, I hope that people don't have the um the like pause like uh skip set up in their podcast app so they could actually experience that pause that happened I, this is why we need to start doing this on video <laughs> <laughs> because like i'm I just so passionate about like the new jersey urban legends and you're just like staring at me and we just had like a second of we were just staring at each other we just stared at each other that was the whole thing <laughs> i'm like convinced <laughs> that all of this is real um oh yeah God. so oh also the payphone is out of order but they spelled order o-r-d-a-r o-dar yeah um also the when we're getting this weird little like sequence of weird things the calendar yes it's from 1966 right so then i was like wait a minute like what is this like parallel universe going on in here but also why is october 12th red yeah i noticed that too Mm. i don't know why but it is weird is that a holiday yeah, the coffee is like overflowing. The burgers look burnt to a fucking crisp. Lots of weirdly like, bee shot imagery happening. Yeah, here. very, very weird. And so um then we have um we have like they notice that the the car that was following them is now outside. Mm-hmm. And so Pacey loses his mind and just shouts at everyone, which one of you is it? Which one of you inbred redneck freaks smashed into my car? You're not going to make like, any friends here. This is terrible. And so a guy walks up to them and he's just like, "Get out of my place." <laughs> But also, like, if the car was there, like, would you really assume that the dude is in here? I thought that he was I still wouldn't. in the car. I would assume he was waiting outside for me, Ooh, like, ready hiding to behind my car. You. Yeah. And then Stanley, like, really stares at them. And yes. like, get out of here. Yeah, Stanley does give him a good stare. And so they get back in the car and they start driving. Again, it honestly kind of looks like the road that Mitch died on. And um, I feel soon. like they shot it on the same road. Too too soon. You're probably and right. Um, and so then as they're driving, suddenly the Mustang is there <gasps> facing them. Um, and it's just like waiting. You can't even see a person in the car either. Yeah. Also, funny. PC tooth shamed the guy. Oh, you know he definitely tooth shamed You know what? dental care in america is very expensive and it's not a it's it's basically a luxury to have good teeth in the usa so pacey don't get on the case about him seeing a dentist maybe he can't afford a dentist yeah maybe he can't 
Um, and so, uh, so yeah, so then we get like them like revving their cars yeah. at each other mm-hmm. and they play chicken. Yeah. Um, and PC somehow like is just like, okay, we, we made it. And they like go off the road and then Karen is just like, pop the trunk. Why Danny has a baseball bat in his trunk, I don't know. But Karen, Danny plays it Little out. League. Like, uh, <laughs> there's like a company, like a restaurant on restaurant, like local yes. baseball league, and he and plays in it. Yeah, Danny plays on Thursdays. That's what I'm getting from this. Yeah, and so Karen goes over with the bat and is just like ready to beat this guy's ass. Um, she's like, get out of the car, and uh, P- so Pacey opens the door. And there's no one in there. Crazy. So yeah. what is it? Is it a ghost? Where did the person go? Will we ever know? No. We don't know. Because then it flashes forward and Pacey's like, that was a scary story. Yeah. Um. So you were scared. I was scared because of the thought of someone following me in the car. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I feel like that's very realistic to me to happen. I don't really go to the mm-hmm. library late at night on my own. I'm not in a fraternity. So this no. one feels like the most likely thing to happen. To oh, okay. Me. Right. And like, like we're saying, like what's scary in this world is like what can actually happen. Exactly. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I think like, once again, like my biggest thing was like, oh, like not this urban legend. I've seen heard, heard this it. a billion times. So yeah. that's why I think I personally ranked this one last because I was like, not this again. But I can see, like, this would be scary for somebody that doesn't know this story or doesn't know yeah. this urban legend. But to me, if I had to be like, okay, Sarah, like, pick an urban legend, it would be um, this or the Jersey Devil. <laughs> the Jersey this, I can't believe you've never heard of the Jersey Devil. Where do you think, like, why do you think that it's called the New Jersey Devils? I don't know. Why do, what does anybody have these stupid fucking mascots? Like, I don't don't know. know. Well, Long Island is the Islanders because they are on Long Island. Wow. Imaginative. Exactly. So, like, (laughs) they come from something. I just didn't never, I don't think about sports. Uh, shockingly, I just I don't think about Fair them. Fair enough. Um, so, yeah, so we're so- back to the three of them, and one yeah. of my favorite lines Joey says is, "Yeah, you know what? We're all just so immune to media now. Um, suddenly, it's normal to see people guzzling blood on prime time." And I'm like, "What the fuck about- is Joey watching? Was she watching Survivor, where Survivor? they have to like drink the milk blood, maybe, or Fear Factor?" Do they drink blood on Fear Factor? I don't know. Regardless, don't drink feel... blood. That sounds disgusting. No, that's not safe. But you're right. It could have been. It could have been. It could have been that. And then, oh wait, we didn't even talk about the fact that they were making fun of Joey. That she's still afraid of Grams. That oh, was so yeah. funny. Yeah, they were. And so then, of course, that's when Grams Grams comes in. Yeah, Grams later. comes in, and she's like, "You're telling ghost stories. I have a." You, you all are novices i have like a yeah, really she, good story yeah she's just like you know what you are so young you don't you can't possibly have any good scary stories because you're too young to have any scary stories to experience anything she's like let me tell my story well actually it's jen's story <laughs> and i'm like I, what the fuck i know she's like roasting everybody that they're too young and then she doesn't even tell a story that is like oh i have so much life experience but i'm not gonna tell a story from my day i'm actually gonna tell jen's story 
Also, if I'm if I'm Graham's and I'm coming home to my house and they have this many candles lit, I'm like, what in the fuck? She's like, I'm gonna have to up up my like how my home insurance because of the potential fire. Yeah, Actually, on top of that, like you're wasting all my good like blackout yeah. candles. Oh, I have an insurance question. Okay. Okay. If you have that many candles lit and your house burns down to a crisp, you are not getting insurance money, right? Uh, no, you still would. Yeah. Really? Because you're causing it because of how many candles. It's still you accidental, have. unless you do well, it on purpose. Allegedly, I don't know. That's a lot of candles. It is a lot of candles. And she's probably also like, wait a minute, these candles are supposed to be for like my seances or like christmas like she probably has that many candles for a reason yeah. it probably stinks freaking so bad in there from all the well, candles they, yeah i mean a lot of them were those like um tapered, tapered candles ones. So they don't yeah. usually have smells but okay so now we get jen's story and i didn't think we were going to get uh jen lindley in this episode i thought that she was gone yeah yeah but no she's here she's djing she's doing like a late night dj yeah um, the overnight shift some and there's say. like a twig hitting the glass outside yeah um and so she goes she goes outside and she like props the door open with a trash can um to make sure it doesn't close and she can't she's just like struggling to reach this branch she's just like a little bit too short mm -hmm. um and so she jumps and she she breaks it but of course the door ends up closing this was a very amateur move you should always bring your keys out with you yeah truly and she can't get in there and so she's so stupid she pulls out her student id to try to like I jimmy don't even the know. law jimmy yeah she's it? trying to, yeah she's trying to jimmy it up and actually this was very exciting news because one of the greatest mysteries that we've had was what college does jen and jack go to and yeah. we finally find out thanks to the student id and there is um they go to boston bay college yeah it's a fake college which yeah. we kind of figured but it's yeah college boston um bay. you know what's really fun i was like trying to look up like oh like by any chance is boston bay like a real college and i found this article from harvard the harvard crimson magazine mm -hmm. from october 18th 2001 and it talks about the the um the article is named joey don't go here and it says Harvard students watching Dawson's Creek last Wednesday got quite a treat when Joey played Katie Holmes jogging on a, I don't know, it's cuts off. But basically, it's this whole article about from Harvard that they actually put out in their Harvard Crimson Magazine about where the kids went to school. And it talks about Worthington and how... Um, like fictionally like it says yeah. worthington college was founded in 1787 and has an undergrad population of 2700 students like it really outlines it wow and then they talk about boston bay college and then apparently that was founded in 1836 with an undergraduate population of 2300 students um and it has like the the motto it even has um apparently the tuition in 2001 was wow and of course it's like harvard students where are you getting this information from and then i realized that they're harvard students so what would i know so um so basically i think that boston bay's tuition um is thirty one thousand eight hundred eighty dollars 
Who knew? Yeah. And that's apparently, according to this article. So how's Graham supporting that in this like mansion Mm. in Boston? Um, I don't really know. But oh wait, here okay. So the acceptance rate for the class of two thousand and five. How do you? What the fuck is this article? Um, <laughs> how, do, how do these people know this? Oh my god! Was nineteen percent? Oh, okay. It was nineteen percent? So Joey got in, um, and she was ni- because they graduate in two thousand and five. That's why they're saying that. And it's tuition of which Joey is paid for with the inheritance money Dawson received from Mister Brooks. Um is 32,810 and this was in duke university in north carolina uh yeah this is a very interesting article um so and then it ends the article that um for those students hoping to run into joey jen or jack at avalon one random weekend don't get your hopes up instead try summer school at duke and then maybe you'll have more luck of course the fucking harvard students are so pretentious and be like yeah as if you're not going to be able to see them there try duke um i'm gonna send you this article and you can put it in the show notes notes. because it's a very funny article and once again i'm like how the fuck do you know this harvard students like where are you getting this from uh nonetheless yeah, I don't. I don't think so. They. I mean, it seems very credible. But nonetheless, uh, Boston Bay College. Thank you very much for this interesting episode of Dawson's Creek to tell me the question that I've had on my mind for weeks now. Yeah. And so Jen goes around like the back to try to get in the back entrance, and this is when she sees like a creepy like person in a raincoat just like standing there or at least that's what she thinks it is yeah um but instead it's just a mannequin and (laughs) it falls down on her this reminded me very much of um i know what you did last summer yeah definitely definitely especially getting locked out because that's what happened to sarah michelle geller and her sister yeah at the clothing store that they ran and so she hears the record skipping and somehow she gets the door open somehow it like i think like the killer or whoever this guy is exactly opens it it up and then places the id on her desk yeah at her desk area and she sees it um and so she's just like what the fuck and then she suddenly like hears her name being whispered yeah it's like jennifer jennifer and, and then I love how she goes, say something. And it's like, he is, he's saying your name. It's not like he's saying nothing. Yeah. And then this like massive mannequin, mannequin just like flies through, through the, the window. <gasps> yeah. Uh, so I don't really know what's happening here. It is a little scary. It's the least scary one. You I think. think so? I felt like it was a little scary because it's like, who is this dude? Like, in because he's kind of in the the fishmonger costume. A yeah, la, he, I know what you did last summer. He is, and maybe it's an ode to that. It an feels homage. like an ode. It um, does. But I do love Graham's finishing her story with, "No, that's a scary story." That, that's the the ringer of the episode. <laughs> that's for sure. Um, okay, so you were not that scared by this, not at all. No, I thought this one wasn't very scary. At Where all. do you rank this in the? 
enjoyable category. Yeah. So enjoyment wise, I also felt like it was kind of like the least interesting. And I don't know if it's because it's just Jen or maybe it's also because it's not even Jen telling the story. But like for me, this is like both the least interesting and the least scary. Like my own personal ratings, I would say most scary is Pacey's, then uh, Joey's, then Jack's, then um, Jen's. Mm-hmm. And in terms of like entertainment, I would say Joey's is number one with the bullet because of the kick to the face. Yeah. Um, and then Jack, Pacey, Jen. Okay. Um. Yeah, I guess for me, it is in terms of, I'm just going to do enjoyment factor. Number one for me was Jack's story. I love a ghost story. Mm-hmm. Number two was Joey's. Number three was Jen's. And then number four was Pacey's only because I've heard it a billion times. But if I had to take that out, I guess like Jen's story seemed the least like cohesive and seemed like a little like what what is happening here. Of course, it's the shortest. Joey's story was the longest. Like Joey's yes. it just kept getting shorter and shorter as the episode went on. I was looking at the timestamp um, when we got through Jen, um, sorry, excuse me, when we got through Joey and Jack's stories, and I was like, how are we getting four stories? Because I didn't see it, like, I was like, but we saw Pacey's story, like, how are we getting four? Um, But we, I mean, we got four, it was just that Jen's was, like, super short. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Joey, Jen's is definitely, like, super, super short. And so after that, we have, like, the threesome of Joey, Pacey, and Jack talking about, like, oh, going to bed and, like, oh, Mm -hmm. must be scary on that boat. Like, are you, are you, like, really scared to go there? They're all just, like, kind of, like, messing with each other. Yeah, they kind of, it's almost like we want to stay here at Graham's together and be safe because we're too scared to go home. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, of course, at this moment when they're all walking, we see, like, we, we're in the perspective of, like, a creeper, like a peeping mm. Tom, just, like, peeking in through the windows. Which, actually, I feel like that is the scariest. It's yeah, always- because that one is, like, real life. It's happening now. Yeah, and it's, like, who's watching you through the window? And it's, like, Jennifer. Jennifer, Jennifer. And then it fades to black, and that that's our ridiculous episode. I had fun. I think I had more fun discussing it than I did watching it. And like that's the thing. Like that is kind of sometimes things that we run into when covering episodes of television. Where is it? It's kind of like the worse the episode is, oftentimes the more fun the podcast is. But yeah, I I personally think I enjoyed it because. Once again, I always am coming into things with such low expectations that when I actually watch something, I'm like, oh, it's not that bad. I mean, um, yeah, I had fun like the it was uh, it did move the story forward. It was a little pointless. I don't think that um, I think that like oftentimes these scary episodes, it's just like, what's the point? Because we started them because of Kevin Williamson. It's kind of like they're just like going through it. Um, it's kind of also like the um, uh, the episodes that are like little mysteries, like the little like uh, film noir episodes. Oh yes, I we get like them almost seasonally, and I don't really enjoy them. 
Um, those I'm not a huge fan of, except for the one where like Abby Morgan is just like wreaking havoc and is just like, <laughs> I'm gonna solve all the mysteries of who yeah. fought. Like that was fun, but they have done it again and it hasn't been fun. So I I mean it's fine. Like it's fine, everybody. Everybody, it's okay. I know we didn't get to hear like the or see like the fallout of Dawson and Jen. It's but it's okay. We'll get that next episode, hopefully. Um it's yeah, I mean this was a silly episode. I had fun discussing it. I just like it was one of the episodes that while I was watching, I was like, oh, like I was like, okay, here we are. Like we're doing this, I guess. Yeah. And so it's fine. Everything is fine. Um, I did have fun chatting about it, even though I feel like it moves the story forward. Not at all. Like there's just nothing new happening. Um, but that's okay because next week, like you said, we're going to get the fallout from the Jen and Dawson of it all. Um, and speaking of, I mentioned before a little peeping Tom, we're not going to be alone next week. We're going to be joined by the one, the only Tom Palmer. I'm very excited for this. Yeah. He gave me the heads up that he was coming on soon and mm -hmm. I'm excited to welcome him back onto the show, um, to discuss something. I don't know. What's the episode title? The episode title for next week is appetite for destruction appetite for destruction fascinating um yeah that sounds like we're going to get some fallout right exactly yeah. exactly that's what i'm it saying should be a like, fun episode the title alone is like exciting but also we've been tricked before because remember sex lies and videotapes and there was no sex uh, no text don't remind me text there was no text lies or videotapes there. i mean i think the good news is i feel like tom would pick a good one to come on that's that's my hope now i gotta tell you nobody uh, voted for the what's the better name for a human man question um, um they don't this care is a lie. there are four votes oh is there you gotta refresh i'm trying okay so what's the winner because it's really not refreshing um for me. the winner with a hundred percent of the votes currently is tad <laughs> Fair enough. We'll update you. We'll update you next time. Also, please reach out and let us know if you've ever heard of this like legend of flashing your lights at a car oh, without lights yeah. on. Because I really want to know if that's a or thing rank to know about. rank your pre preferences with the stories. Whatever. Yes, send that in. Also, let mm -hmm. me know if you've heard about like like flashing your lights to someone to warn them about a cop. Like, oh yeah, I want to know all of these things. Um, right. but you can find us uh, shit nineties pod on Twitter and Instagram, and also shit nineties pod dot com. Yeah. Um, if you want to send in your feedback anytime about anything. Yeah. Um, we have a lot of stuff coming out. We are like on the verge of finishing up Boy Meets World. We are like getting oh my so gosh. dangerously close to finishing. I up. know. I watched the um the third to last episode today. Yeah. Or yesterday, uh, Angela's ashes and. Um, it's wild that we're so close to the end. Um, we're getting there. We are almost yeah. done with the show. So join us as we finish that out. You know, go into the archives. You could listen to all the Boy Meets World episodes. Yeah. Um, they're there. You want to hear something really fucked? I do. Always. Uh, in terms of our bonus content for December, we are currently at a three-way tie, uh, between Home Alone 2, Muppets Christmas Carol, and Batman Returns. 26, all three are 26%. Oh man, does that mean while you were sleeping has like not enough? Uh, yeah, it has twenty two. That's sad. Uh, yeah. So I don't know what we're gonna. Does that well, mean I think that we what have we're to gonna have Christmas to do is movies? put out? We're gonna have to put out like a second poll to 
determine like the final two i guess sure um because what about the second poll because twitter only allows you to do four things in one poll i mean uh to be honest with you i feel like those are kind of because the has the first poll has 50 votes at least and the second poll only got 16 oh well that's like terrible (laughs) okay so then maybe we just choose Maybe we choose if it's a three-way tie, we take those three and then we take mm-hmm. the top winner from the second poll and put them into one poll. Okay. What's we the top winner from the second poll currently? Um if it's babe, I'm gonna throw myself off the roof. <laughs> uh I think it's I'll be home for Christmas. Oh, that's fine then. No. Um, um yeah, I'll be home for Christmas is 50% while babe is at a 38% and then a 6% of Miracle on 34th Street. Somebody wants us to actually cover a Christmas movie. <laughs> Somebody out there. Someone in the world. Um, so yeah, so we'll be releasing like probably a second poll sometime soon. Um, so make sure you go vote in that on Twitter at Show 90s Pod. Yeah. Um, Sarah, what are you up to? What do you want people uh, to check out? Nothing. I don't know. Same stuff, I think. Same same, same old, same, same old. Stuff. I'm covering yeah. Duty. I'm covering Mythic Quest over on Post Show Recaps. Go check both of those things out. Um phenomenal. Thank you. Thank you, Jessica. This was a pleasure. <laughs> was this a business meeting? This feels like a business meeting now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is uh when you and i or whatever i'm like it's always like at seven in the morning i'm like oh we need to have a business conference soon business meeting yeah yeah and you're always like oh no like wh- how important is this and then it's like never anything important yeah that's so, what i do that's the game i play you love a business meeting yeah we always have to do and it's always just like you know very i'm always very underdressed for our business meetings uh, how many turtlenecks do you think I bought on Black Friday? Girl, I don't even like. I don't understand how you can still find them in colors that you don't already own. Is my is oh no, I'm buying like extra black turtlenecks. Now, so I'm, how many black turtlenecks do you own? I guess is the question. The limit does not exist. I just don't understand. And is it like a different style of turtleneck? Like no. some props, some not. Like it's yes, it's all. But it's mostly the same exact shirt that I'm actually just buying more of. I mean, you know what? If you like what you like, then there you go. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's our episode. Thank that's you so podcast. much for joining us. Yeah, um, we'll be how- back next week with Tom, yeah. special guest Tom, mm-hmm. um, on the next episode of Dawson's Creek. I think that's everything. So uh, I hope you all had a really great spooky season. We'll talk to you all next week. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Just ask. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.